you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Did they get you to trade your heroes for ghosts, hot ashes for trees, hot air for a cool breeze, cold comfort for change? Did you exchange a walk-on part in the war for a lead, the lead role, role in, the in the cage? Yeah. Beautiful. I'm glad I gave this one to you. Finally did one that was good. Pink Floyd. Wish you were here. Yeah, Scarface did a rendition of it at uh, Weasel Fest 2021. Dude, his renditions were the best part. Well, I shouldn't say that because I just don't uh, listen to his music. Um... But he did that. What other rock songs did he do? I don't know, but I've been listening to a lot of his music. Uh, I really like, um, it came on his album called The Fix. Uh, Guess Who's Back featuring Jay-Z and Beanie Siegel and On My Block. I've listened to those songs probably like 10 times each the last like four days. I've been the same with Big Dog Status. Big Dog Status? That was a lot better live though than it was on the album. Hmm. I have to listen to that one again. What's up, everybody? Cigar Noise Boys back after like a month hiatus this time. I don't two, know. Two and a half weeks. It wasn't all of our fault, though, this time. Uh, joined by Kyle. What's up, Kyle? What's up, Dom? Uh, Tyler? We've had you on before, uh, but we just got back from Weasel. Well, we got back a, a week ago now. Not quite. Five days ago. I got back Monday. Down, I got, got back, back Wednesday. Wednesday. Kyle Tuesday. Yeah. Just didn't want to leave Austin. Something like um, that. So overall impressions. Wait, wait, wait. Shout out to our sponsor, Cigar Noise. Dave West, leader of Cigar Noise, does all the write-ups for Small Batch. Good guy, good stuff. Rock and roll. Okay. Now that we got that. Okay, go ahead. How did you meet Dave West? We never got that story. Um, I actually have not met him yet. I mean, how did you get introduced? How did you start the small batch it's, blind reviews? Uh, so I started with, you know, I had my Instagram account. Yeah. And he reached out to me because he was doing the Cigar Noise app. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, we're doing kind of uh, interviews. We'd like to interview you. And I was so stoked. I thought he just wanted to interview me because of my content. But what I didn't realize was everyone on the app it was like their bio they did, had an interview done with them oh it was a little less special than i thought going in um but then i stuck around and then he said he wanted to do some more content for youtube so that's when mm-hmm. i got into the cigar noise weekly type videos and from there he uh i'm not sure how he got in talking with small batch crew but he uh lets me do the blind reviews Nice. Yeah. How long ago was that when that all started? I think the blind reviews, we've been doing them for three years, I want to say. So it's been a while. No, I, I was just thinking about it because uh, I, was, I was running through my mind when uh, Skip asked us about how we met and Dom was telling the story and he was trying to like sound like he was like a big shot, you know. So I was just, I, I was just trying to figure out why he thought he was better than me. So that, that's all. What did I say? Okay, that's not true. Nothing of that is accurate. What you, you should have, start with. 
was when we were hanging out with like a small group of uh, Romacraft people and uh, probably their top uh, accounts, I'm there and I have nothing to do really in the industry at all. That was pretty cool, but I felt out of place. You're welcome. By yeah, the way. thank you. <laughs> no, but uh, I just, I was a little taken aback that your housemate, former housemate, had to convince you to follow me on Instagram, follow me back on Instagram. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah, you were talking, okay, uh, Kyle. Tyler says half of cigar smokers were losers in high school. Do you agree or disagree? I probably agree with that. It's a fair statement. I'm okay, just thinking now, of all the people I've met. It's like, yeah, I could see that. Now he said this, assuming that he's on the popular side in high school. Um, you played football, didn't you, Tyler? Yeah, I played football. I was a class clown. I would have beat yeah, up so Dom. He was a jock, you know, not a mathlete. Yeah, I just no. Tyler. I'm I just, worried. I've, I've been thinking lately because I recently just blocked Dom on Facebook. You're smiling, so I'm guessing that's a. I don't even. No, I Facebook. did block you. What? The only what time you use Facebook is to correct me on my uh, oh. on my Facebook, and I'm like, dude, I get it. Okay, <laughs> you think you're better than me because you're a teacher who doesn't have a degree <laughs> in teaching. So you're better than me, and I just load bags and smoke cigars. So I get it. You just, win, Dom. You're better than me. Thought you were doing it on purpose at this point. No, I don't. I just I type really fast. I don't fucking mm. proofread it. It's like a, a. That's what that. This is why I'm I'm blocking people on Facebook, and I'm gonna unblock you. But I just wanted to make a point. It is. My Facebook is not like people take it way too fucking serious. I'm joking around for the most part. Ninety percent of the time, I'm fucking around. It's usually like. It's usually a song lyric, a quote from a movie, and I just throw different words in there, like my name or a cigar reference or something like that. You know, it's like I really want to post a meme of uh, Ron Offerman's character from uh, Parks and Rec. He's walking through Home Depot, and the guy comes up to him and says, Nick Offerman? Uh, yeah, uh, Nick Offerman with Ron the mustache. Yes. Yeah, Ron Swanson. And he says, uh, I don't have any questions. I know more than you. And I wanted to post that, but it would be like me walking into a cigar shop. But I can imagine the backlash of me posting that. Like, it's a fucking joke. Obviously, I don't think I know everything about cigars, but kind of like the meme I posted about the the rare tobacco shit, you know, I posted on Instagram, which I think is fucking hilarious. I don't know. People take shit too serious. But anyways, Weasel Fest 2021 was a lot of fun. You closed with that, but you didn't talk about Weasel Fest at all. No, well, what else? You uh, Let's get the topics going. I just wanted to get that off my chest before we... Nice. Oh, wait, well, wait, wait. Kyle, what are you smoking? Los Calabares or... Yep, 2020. Nice, uh, purple band. LC48, I think it is. I went the opposite route. Uh, you're smoking a, a small ring gauge. I'm smoking a 6x60 Crux Epicure Connecticut. And I'm happy to report that it tastes similar to the Robusto and the Corona. No, did they make a Corona? The Robusto and Churchill or Toro. So it's not like it's you lose a lot of the flavor and nuances with it. It's actually really solid for a 6x60. Well, wouldn't that be a waste of Connecticut wrapper if you put it on the 60 ring gauge? I feel like it wouldn't come through no matter what uh, filler you used. 
I'm getting that's I'm mostly getting the rapper. Oh. The uh, the, the, cl- the classic Connecticut. Oh, it all depends on how much flavor you get from the rapper, blah blah blah. Certain rappers I think have more. <laughs> I don't know. You know what they probably did? They put some of that Connecticut uh rapper in the filler. <laughs> it's a the scraps. Yeah. Money conscious thing to do. Um <clears throat> okay. So Weasel Fest, first of all, Tyler, I am worried about you because you have a, a pretty large head already, but you were like the up and coming star of Weasel Fest with all the memes and everyone knew oh you my God. somehow. I hate you. Yes, I have a big head. Um no, dude, I'll tell you what. They were funny, but this one uh lady there kept wanting me to like pose for her. And I'm like, I am fucking tired. While she I'm painted going to you? Bed after- huh? Pose while she was painting you or what? Just uh, pose for various memes or whatever. She's like, oh, bend over and, and do this. And <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on. Mm-hmm. It was funny at first, you know. Uh, <laughs> luckily, those weren't any used. Um, one did have to get deleted because it had me. I said they mentioned my job in the and then I'm like, can we not mention my full time gig? Um, you know, they have a strict social media policy, so let's not post that one. So that one was deleted, but the rest of them, I made one my 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 Facebook cover of me sleeping in the crowd holding me up. <laughs> Kyle, in your opinion, is Tyler a bigger deal at LC Cigars or a bigger deal at Weasel Fest? I'd say Weasel Fest. Everyone at Lake mm. Country knows him. Yeah, that's what I was Where saying. At Weasel yeah. Fest, he's like a figure. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Um, you know who would have... I'm who, The one person that would have upstaged me if they were there would be BDP. BDP. <laughs> Big Dick Palmer. Dude, Mike was... Cigar Hustler was like, dude, you're obsessed with Mike's BDP. Or you're obsessed with his BD. I'm like, bro, I just think it's so fucking funny. Uh, Big Dick Palmer, and then he runs with it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Big Dick Palmer. <laughs> you got a fucking hat. It's, it's, I couldn't, every time I thought of BDP, I would just start cracking up. Um, I've only met him once or twice for like a few minutes. So I'm looking forward to seeing him at PCA. Um, real quick, talking about PCA. How are you? How are you getting in the PCA, Dom? I'm flying because I have a hundred dollar discount code now with Alaska. No, I'm talking about you're canceled. PCA. How are you getting in the PCA? Oh, I don't know yet. I was going to say I'm with the media, and I have a podcast. If that's that, allowed. You have to, you have to sign up beforehand, and then you have to pay the, the fee, right. like five hundred bucks. Okay. I well, I will. Uh, I'll look into that then. If I were you, I'd reach out to a mutual friend who owns a cigar company, um, or I'll just give you. I think I'm getting two badges, so maybe I'll just give you one of my badges. That'd be cool. Everyone think Dom is Tyler. Did you feel like I, big time? No. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is anyways. So it'd be perfect. Yeah. No, okay. Uh Dick Taco, J Lip. 
He remembered me. And J Dub. J Dub didn't really uh, recognize me at first. It was kind of hurt, but those guys are cool. Yeah, they're um, really cool. So, Kyle, you didn't have uh, the VIP pass. So, your experience was probably slightly different than mine. And both of our experiences were slightly different from Tyler's because we're not famous and we weren't working for half the event. Um, but what, what would you say was uh, the highlight or were the highlights of the event? I'd say just meeting all the different people that you've seen on the pages. I took the same avenue as Chet. If you heard him on Cigar Hustler, I'd walk past someone and be like, I'm pretty sure that's JC. And I'd look at my phone and be like, yeah, that's him. And then I'd go back up to him and be like, hey, JC, what's up? <laughs> nice. I'm pretty sure I told Chet that when we were talking in the fucking merchandise room. Chet's a, my, Chet's a good dude. My dad was a unknown celebrity. Mm -hmm. There's like five people that went up to him like they knew him. So I don't know who, who he looks like in the industry, but <laughs> that dude with the red hat, red shirt, red shoes, that guy went up to him. Chet did. The Stephen guy from Kavich Japan. Did. Yeah. <laughs> that dude with the riot. Yeah. John, I think his name was. Uh, I was happy I finally got to meet Charlie Monado, like, officially. Dude's a fucking encyclopedia. Um, it was great to hang out with Ben Lee. Uh, I hung out with him on in Dallas for a few hours. So we were able to hang out a lot. Uh at Weasel Fest, and then me and him and Don met up at a cigar shop, and we uh, he we uh, he blindly gave me a cigar, and I guessed what it was. I was pretty stoked. Yeah, clear jets, our uh, captain. Um, ben Lee is uh, the writer of Stogie Review. Yes. Uh, Stogie Review. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Stogie Press, Boston Jimmy originally like stole his whole like branding and then i think he changed it um i'm just trying to get some yeah. context if someone doesn't know who ben lee is yeah he's he's been around the industry for a long time he's known skip for a long time um and uh they used to play call of duty uh yeah that so that was established in 20 uh 2006 doggy review but uh him and skip used to play call of duty like in 2010 uh, together and uh, they'd smoke LFDs, Maduro 6x60s and play Call of Duty. Pretty cool. So he smoked like the original Cro Magnum when they were in the five packs and shit like that. So he's a nice. cool dude. Yeah. Did anybody we get to have... at that second vendor, Valentina? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I didn't get any because I got style switch like towards the end of their thing because mm -hmm. I was planning on drinking quite a bit. So it's like, if I wait a little longer, I'll get a better buzz, eat something, and then I'll eat again later. And the next thing you know, Valentina, they're all walking out the gate. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't get no food. <laughs> what time did you get there at? Because I think I got a plate at like 9 o'clock. No, they had nothing left over but meat, so I just had a, a plate of chicken and salsa. Yeah, but I think uh, it was after Scarface, I know that. After I was oh, you guys. Yeah, that it was, was kind of hard. Bummer. I was trying to plan out my drinking as well. 
because it's a 12 hour marathon. So I didn't uh, have my first drink until I think five. I had my and first even then at was... 12.15. <laughs> yeah, I would have been uh, needing a nap if I did that. I almost kind of uh, two... planted in a chair for a while, like a, an old man. Yeah, I feel like everyone thinks I'm boring when they meet me in person. Um, like when I hung out at a small batch headquarters, Maximar, I just did the same thing. I'm on vacation, I want to, like my dream job, not dream job. My dream future is to sit on my porch and just yell at joy. Yell at shit. Take a break. Um, well, that's like when we're in San Jose and we stop at that shop that you go to. Like, I strike up a conversation right away. You sit with your back to everybody, and then I start talking. I did not have my back to everybody. Uh, you might as well have been. You might as well have been in the corner. Oh my gosh. Um, and then Cigar Padrino. We started talking to him. Before we knew it, he's taking us to a private lounge. We're going out for Mexican food. You know, you would have been there for six months and no one would even know who the fuck you were. There's, that's not a problem. I'm you did warn me. My vacation. I warned you about was, what? Uh, I was talking about the shop. And you're like, hey, that guy works here. Yeah. I just said the guy wasn't friendly. That's all. Yeah. I had asked, almost got kicked out. I had asked Tyler who you were. I saw you walk and get barbecue, and I'm like, <laughs> pretty sure that's Dom. Then yeah, he went inside to cool off. I was like, where's Dom sitting? He's like, he's in that chair there. The guy. <laughs> it's also a weird dynamic too, like with it's like I okay. The first time I went to the trade show, like we told the story numerous times on a podcast. I was sitting by myself. Um Loser. because yeah, but uh, you go to these places, and then, like, uh, I knew a lot, a shitload of the reps, but the reps would come out there, and then they would go hang out with all their other, like, the people in their company. You know, it's like, you know, so they're all trying to hang out with their people, and then, like, uh, Dom was like a puppy dog following me around, and I'm like, the dude, heck? I, I'm like, uh, I have to do this. I got to do that. It's just a weird, it's like you want to hang out with everybody, but you have like, I had certain responsibilities and shit like that. But that's it. Like I was saying, like at the trade show, like I, was, I went there with Jared who works at Metro Cigars and Jared's trying to hit up the rep, say, Hey man, let's go do this. It's like, I'm like, Jared, I'm like, these guys, they don't want to hang out with us. They can, they can see us every day in Milwaukee. They don't want to hang out with us. So me and you are stuck together. So, and then Jared, he went my first uh, year with me. He ended up going back two days earlier because he had to go back to work. So, um, if he would have been there, I would have been hanging out with him at the Roma Crap Party instead of Dom's instead of Dom, and then we would, never would have met and would have been the best thing to happen to me. You and Jared worked at uh, Havana together, right? Yep. Uh, Jared ran the humidor, and then I was started off one day a week, and then. Uh, Two days a week, then three days a week, and then Jared left, and it became full time. <sighs> Fuck! It was hot out today, man. I worked ten hours, and it was hot. It wasn't that hot, yeah. but it was ninety-three degrees. I took the baby to the splash pad. That was kind of nice. To play in the water. Hold on, right, sorry. So I, I hold on. I couldn't unmute myself. What? What did <laughs> you just say? I took my baby to the splash pad. Yeah, so in Wisconsin, we got these things. It's like 
little water streams coming out of the ground and fountains and sprinklers. So she ran around. And baby, I mean, like, actual baby. I got okay. an 18-month-old. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen, and I, had, I was trying to unmute myself. Be like a nice tweet. Took my baby to the splash pad. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Tyler, while you're chewing on your food or whatever, uh, so right when I got to Texas, I uh, went and met you guys at Smoker's Abbey Austin. That was pretty cool. I was there on Tuesday for a while uh, to check it out because I didn't check out the humidor the first day. But then we went back to Roma HQ, watched the movie. You weren't paying attention to the movie. And then Skip uh, offered us a ride and these other guys to uh, the room. I think it was Vince and uh, Brian. Brian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they hopped in the, the bed of the truck. It was like, all right, this is cool in Texas. Nice. We go, it's, it's literally just around the corner, like maybe a quarter of a mile to the hotel. We pull up. And there are these two ladies in the hotel lobby with their phones out. And I thought they were uh, videotaping us. And I was kind of nervous, but they weren't really looking at us. Um, so I walk inside with my bags because uh, you were staying at Skips that night. Yeah. And I asked them what was going on. And there was a snake in the lobby. And some guy was trying to shoot out with the broom. So I really felt like I was in Texas. It was a fantastic entry. Let's let's back up though. So, um, I told you I was gonna try to I was gonna borrow Skip's truck and pick you up at the airport because my Uber ride was seventy dollars from the airport to HQ. And you're like, holy shit! You're like, I'm gonna walk that, or you would have walked that, or something like something to that effect. And then you you brought up how you had walked from the Vegas airport to the Strip. And I told all the guys there, and they're like, what the fuck? Like, so you were known as the guy who walked from the airport in Vegas to the, to the Strip. Like that, that, Is that a bad thing to be known by? I think yeah. that's a little shorter of a walk, too. I think I sound like a soldier. Yeah, it's like a 10-mile walk. Yeah. In the desert with your bags. Bivouacking across Nevada. <laughs> Bivouacking. Uh, Not really a word, but that's a good word. So uh, Skip called you an Uber, and then uh, you ate. Didn't say one word. You ate about forty wings, and then uh, I was <laughs> I was hungry. Thank you, Skip. I really do appreciate it for the if you're listening for the Uber. I there's food in front of me. You guys are gonna be leaving soon, and you said it was fair game. So yeah, I down the wings. Oh, I see. I oh, and then yeah. the toughest guy in the room, who happens to be from California, screw you, California haters. Offered hot sauce on his way out to put on the wings. And I did, and you and this uh, gal were freaking out about it. Dude, it was hot. It's it wasn't that bad. Like you you put Tabasco on things. That's your your version. Yeah, but not scorpion Tabasco. No. I'll be right back. Fuck. I don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tyler's out. Last time this happened on the podcast, uh, we found out the next day he had COVID. Right. So, <clears throat> did you, uh, were you there Friday afternoon when I walked in with my family? Friday afternoon. It was probably like five o'clock. What was, um, 
Weasel Fest was on Saturday, right? Yeah. Friday afternoon. What was there going on? Oh, at a Habana house? No, it was at HQ. Habana Lounge? I don't think... No, I might have been there. I just walked in and yeah, then got overwhelmed with smoke, and I was like, yeah, we're going to have to go. But Mike recommended... Mm. I asked him where to get some good beer, and he's like, this place called Sunrise, about 20 minutes. All right. So I went down there Friday night in the monsoon. <laughs> so we pull up to this place, and I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't look like it would have a good beer selection. But I walk in, and holy shit, they had some beer in there. Nice. So shout out to Sunrise Mini Mart somewhere in Austin, Texas. Great beer selection if you ever go there. That was really nice. Broke open a bunch of four-packs for me. Dude, I didn't have any of the beer at Whistlefest. I just no? stuck with the um what I'm drinking now, the uh something door. Oh, that Satal stuff? Yeah. That uh, stuff was it Oh, you got the the barrel age one? Yeah, I thought it'd be better sipper for uh pairing with the cigar. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff I mean, it's interesting. I like it. The it kinda it, to me, it tastes like uh, tequila, but because I've had the barrel one, so it's kind of whiskey, but also sugar snap peas, like that sweetness. I thought, sweetness. I thought it was like tequila, but more earth, at least the, yeah. the clear one. A little more vegetal. The, the barrel one, that one, that one surprised me, actually. I, I could see myself drinking that. Yep. I should have bought a bottle of it when I was there because we can't get it up here yet. Um, for everyone listening who wasn't there, uh, there are a bunch of different booths. So we talked about the food booths earlier. <clears throat> uh, they had this Sotol, which is like a cousin of agave plants, maybe. I don't know if it's an actual cousin of the agave plant, uh, but it's like a tequila drink. Tastes pretty similar. And they were doing margaritas and what's that cocktail? Palomar? Paloma? Yeah, it's not Paloma. Paloma. Yep. Paloma. Um, then they had beer. Uh, is the beer booth was where they're giving away the uh, soap, wasn't it? Soap. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. In the Weasel Pack, you got soap. Oh yeah. I and I come yeah, back I'll... to the hotel room, and Tyler has like five bars of soap. I was like, I get him. You're a big dude, but where'd you get the soap? And I think it was from <laughs> that uh, beer booth. I don't I think they had any there because I got I got beers from both of them. I did end up weaseling two glasses from the Zilker guy. They were really nice. cool. Shout out to what's his name, Lumby? Lumby? He's he's from Denmark. Been over here for like 10 years he's like the head brewer at Zilker cool uh, for me the biggest hit was uh, the I asked him every time I got a beer <laughs> for for a glass would you ask him what was that sorry yeah I, for a glass every time I got one can I have that glass no not yet I really hope you gave me one <laughs> lagging we might be lagging uh, my favorite, though, was the non-alcohol booth. I drank so much 
root beer. It was insane. It was delicious root beer. Made there. That was really Texas. good. And then that sparkling water, Chico something. Apple Chico. Yeah, that was good. They had hard seltzers too that I never saw. I saw them at some. I um, didn't see that at all. Target. And Dos Equis makes a hard seltzer too. We don't have that stuff up in Wisconsin. <laughs> Tyler, did you uh, do what I did? Was it Saturday morning? Puke and rally? No, I, I, I took a dump. My stomach hurts. I don't know if it's the heat or I drink four energy drinks. Uh, probably a combination of both is not good for you. Yeah, it was it was hot. Not a doctor, but it was hot as fuck, and I was sweating a lot. Oh, okay. We talked to a few people that listen to the podcast, so I'm under the impression that only LCC people listen to the podcast. Uh, but there were a few more, and I was super stoked. And then they said, "Yeah, you guys don't really talk about cigars or anything, though." I wish you would. It's like, well, don't that Tyler talks a lot about the cigars. Yeah, I thought, I thought um, maybe we were too cigar centric. I mean, I know Skip said he never learned anything from us, but I wouldn't expect him to learn anything from us. I mean, he's owned the fucking factory. He's been smoking longer than we've been alive, or you've been alive. Yeah. Um, but Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> we're pretty close to the same age. Uh, I'm like six. Oh, and you're older than John. Yeah, I'm older than John. What the heck? Like six, That's weird to me. I know. Like, I know you don't like the name Cigar Noise Boys, but I feel like if he was on a podcast called Cigar Noise Boys, it wouldn't make sense. You weaseled a baka from me. I did? No, John. Oh, John did? No. Nice. He walked into the merch room and he's like, anybody got a baka? I'm like, are you saying a baka or a buck? It's like a baka. <laughs> like, yeah, I got one jengi left. It's like, all right. I get it. Like, yeah, here you go. All right, I'll get you later. <laughs> then later never came. No, that's all right. That's I also- did get. Uh, I gave you a whiskey rebellion. Yeah, that's you know. one of the the coolest things uh, to me at this event or uh, sometimes trade shows as well. People just hand around cigars like it's like they're pennies. Except for Dom. No, I. What are you talking about? You bring like Willis? two cigars with you for an all-day event. No, I had more in my room, but I had smoked through them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't bring enough cigars, is what I'm saying. You're saying you did, but you smoked through them. So obviously, you didn't bring enough cigars. Okay, I see what you're saying, and I agree. I could have brought maybe a few more. Because I had to give you some at Weasel Fest. I had to give you some at Mike's house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was like switching. I was trading you some uh, of mine. <laughs> and you didn't want the uh, curses uh, archetype. No one wanted it. Skip's like, first of all, if you cover the whole cigar with paper or uh, bands, I'm not. it's not going to be good. Yeah, that's going to feel good. That hurt. Uh, it's good. Um, what, what was I just saying? Uh, real quick, I just fired up the Cigar Clown. Ooh. Um, the Ronald, the Ron. Kyle, you smoked this, right? LCA, yeah, I right? Smoked it. Yep, I smoked it last night. I think it's it's so far it's it's solid. 
I think the LCA is the best thing to happen to limited release cigars. Because it's just, it's like um, when IPAs became super popular, the market just flooded with them and half are terrible. Well, okay, I haven't smoked all the LCA stuff. I'm just saying it's just another release, another release. It's kind of like Ezra's Zion, but for the mass market. And it's a little bit more difficult now to find the good limited releases, which I like. Well, it's kind of confusing too, because like when that all started, it was month. Now, yesterday I walked into LCC and there was the Ronald, and then there was like, were the other two Tyler chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream? I'm like, yeah, I didn't know these two were common. So it's like, and then and there's that Lancero the that's in there. Fifteen dollar Lancero from Aladino, yeah. KRE, where if you have a long ash, you can win a car. So, obviously, they're trying to pay for the car because it's $15 cigar. That's my only, <laughs> that was my only thing. with Their cigars are expensive. Wait, Tyler. Sh- yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. The cigars are expensive. Period. Nice. Um, so, yeah. We, no, we talked to a few people that listen to the podcast. And he's like, oh, no. They just don't talk about cigars. And you really need to improve your uh, quality. Which I know, but that just... It felt Sound like, quality. Yeah. Um, but they said that we have good... Uh, no one said banter. But that's the only reason anyone listens to the podcast. That's what Skip said, yeah. So thank you, Tyler, and, uh, yeah. for telling us about cigars. You're really carrying the show. Yeah. You have the uh, cigar input, and you provide content that's arguable with yeah um so my thing is what do you want to do with the the podcast because like where are you at because you have like a weird palate where you can only smoke once a day if you smoke more than one cigar a day your palate gets shot and you're doing a review thing you're trying to do a podcast thing like what what do you want to do like what's your what's your goal uh goal is to make connections and um, I haven't texted you. I, I have a, a project for summer that I've set for myself, but I just want to, uh, meet the right people in case I get into a uh, business and somehow related to cigars. Well, like I, I told you off air, I'm like, I do appreciate the stuff you've been doing on the social media. Cause I'm not a, a very creative with pictures and shit. Um, so. Hey, I liked your last post. Oh, of you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm not about to witness a breakup, am I? I mean, it, I, that's that's the thing. It's like I don't I don't know what I don't know what the end game is with this, you know? Well, the end game. What? That's like saying what's the end game in life? Like, what is is Dom only gonna smoke? Like, we can't talk about much because I like Dom reads about shit. Like. What? Or smokes a lot of shit, or knows what it, knows anything. You know, it's like I don't Tyler. Know. I just don't... Tyler, my goal is to become the greatest cigar-related podcast of all time. Yeah. All right. I think get every, everyone in this podcast game has their own own thing. 
So I listen to you guys because I like the banter. I listen to the rebar because he's wild. I listen to Hustler because I like their style. They banter and then they do the news. And then, uh, what's the other one? Uh, hot Ticket. And those are hit and miss for me. If they're smoking and reviewing something good, I'll listen to it. But I think that's half the, half the battle with doing a podcast is finding your flow. Yeah. And it's, we're having problems just because they're I'm gone all the time. Yeah. And storms yeah. prevent me from flying back. Tyler, well, yeah. wait, what's your, what's your uh, goal? Well, the whole reason I think I've said this, the whole reason I wanted to, to get it, just have somebody to talk to cigars with. Now, <laughs> well, that sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted, cause that's, I look at stuff as, as a learning opportunity. Um, like, Surrogate Dan, he, he's like always called me like a sponge because I, I just sit there, I listen, and I take it all in, and then I remember it. So whenever I'm like, like what you were doing, like when Skip was telling all those stories, like I knew all the guys he was talking about, and I've heard those stories several times. So it's able to, I'm able to hear it again, remember it. You know, like he's talking about my my um, one of my mentors, Gus Curra, a lot. I mean. To hear him talk about Gus, you know, in that way made me feel good because Gus is, a, I consider him a, a really close mentor, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, hearing about Esteban and, and Raul and, and all that stuff. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, the story they were telling about how they started Roma Craft it was amazing. You know, I've always heard the story, but I haven't heard, like, how all of it came together like that. You know, it's fucking insane. And I'm also happy that Skip went into Mike stash of cigars and gave us an Adrian cigar, you know, which, uh, I, I got to smoke one day, but, um, Tyler, what is the Adrian cigar? It's a, uh, uh, Mike's brand he had, um, it was made out of Costa Rica. So it was named after his son, Adrian. Yep. So Mike had a brand before Roma crafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how, uh, he was bringing in roller. He was doing a lot of rolling events with Raul, and Raul used to do that with Dunhill. And Raul is one of the rare, rare guys who can bunch, and roll, and properly care for the tobacco, the tobacco, the raw tobacco once it comes in. So, um, like people talk about, like how good of a roller Papine was and all that. Um, combined, Raul and Esteban were probably the best. Uh, combo ever because they, they can do both. A lot of times you only bunch or you only put the wrapper on. Um, Esteban and Raul can do both. Not only that, they can, they, they know, how, they know good tobacco. They can blend, they can run factories. Like they've been doing this since they were seven years old. Um, so it's pretty cool. I think that is cool. Like just seeing how big of a, not sure the word I'm looking for, but like how much cigars mean to the culture in Nicaragua, for example. Like you said, people are doing this from the time they're seven, learning how to roll, working their way up the, what do they call them, tables or chairs to be like the number one roller. Yeah. Or I think I, 
see that I have to ask it, but I forgot what they first started at was was doing something with the scraps or something and sweeping and shit like that. You know, kind of like how I'm starting at at Roma. I'm starting as um um you know just uh you know cleaning cleaning the toilet, fucking Handy packing man. shit. Yeah, just doing whatever they tell me to do. And in exchange, when there's a break and they're telling stories. Or they when they have a time to teach me something, that's what I'm just there to learn. You know, I don't care what they have me do. I just want to learn. And uh, you know, I've been doing retail for like five years now, so it's it's time I learned the the other end of the business, and that's a perfect um, spot because they import their own stuff, they uh, they they make their own stuff, they buy their own tobacco, they roll their own tobacco, they sell their own cigars. They don't have brokers. They don't have a distribution arm or they don't have a distribution company like there's some brands who there's a there's a brand owner and then they have their, their cigars made at a certain factory then they have somebody distribute the cigars to the shops and then they have a broker who sells the cigars and uh roma craft does all that so you're you can learn all that stuff you know it's just a great opportunity so like one guy, one guy called me like an errand boy or something. I'm like, I don't, I don't care what you call me. You can call me that. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I think I have a good sense of humor. So like do like doing all this, this joking shit. I don't mind doing like getting my hair braided at the fucking at Weasel Fest by Rosie from Fine Ash or uh, take uh, tell him like, hey, let me massage your back with that thing. You know, I think it'd be a funny picture. I don't fucking care, you know, so. Because if you meet me, then you know that I'm passionate about it, and I I know a little bit about the stuff. And not, not everything's a big fucking joke, but I joke a lot. I don't know if that makes any sense. Maybe it doesn't. Probably not. Well, Tyler, since I uh, I can't nerd out with uh, on your level, you got to teach me this summer uh, how to do what uh, you did. Blind taste a cigar and know what it is. Well, I baller. well, I think, okay, so Skip did the same thing, and a lot of it's parlor tricks, you know. First of all, Ben had been talking about that cigar forever, yeah. Fonteca, how much he liked it. and Well, not, he's, he mentioned like three times, like over the course of the weekend, and I've smoked that cigar before, so I recognized what it was, and then I saw the wrapper, and I'm like, this looks like a new a new style wrapper you know that you don't see very often that's why i was confused and i thought it was sumatra or habano you know i knew it was nicaraguan um and that's when they he told me it was uh it was a sun-grown crow you know and that's when i was able to you know um but skip did that with the the micarita tricky traca he was able to guess what that was you know because he's like oh what new cigars came out he took a little bit off saw that was rolled similar to how he rolls or how their factory does it. Well, their factory is owned by half of it's owned by Esteban and Raul runs the other factory. So he's able to kind of figure it all out. That's kind of like what I was able to do, you know, cause the wrapper didn't, it, the wrapper looked really unique. It didn't look like Corojo grown by Aganorsa, you know? So I knew it wasn't Aganorsa. You can taste Aganorsa right when you light it up. So I knew it was Nicaraguan. I knew it wasn't Aganorsa. So, and I kind of knew the humidor, so in my head I was kind of walking around the humidor. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of it was just knowing a lot about not knowing about cigars, but then also kind of 
putting in clues and shit. So, I don't know. What was the cigar? It was the, the my father. Fonseca. Fonseca. Yeah, Fonseca. It's got that sun-grown Criollo or shade-grown Criollo. It's like a really velvety kind of looking wrapper. Really pretty. I think a lot of that, too. I mean, if someone was to do that to me, I would suck at it. <laughs> Just because there's so much shit out there that I haven't smoked. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff well, I haven't like, even heard of. <laughs> Alex well, like, gave uh, me uh, a La Galera last night. I was like, I haven't even heard of this place. <laughs> um, uh, Tron and Alex gave me a uh, a blind cigar. Now I was able to guess that one, too. I'm like, this is El Baracho. I'm like, I don't know if it's the Maduro, and I don't know if it's the natural, because they're both super dark, and one's San Andreas, one's Broadleaf, but I'm like, this is the El Baracho, but I can kind of tell by the size and the bo- and how they box press it, what it was, and the flavor, you know, but that's another thing, too, Skip gave me a whole bunch of fucking individual tobacco leaves to smoke, and I smoked a ton of those, down in SLE, yeah, up here, um, so... I don't know if that helped at all, but yeah. All right. I have a quick list of uh, Texas things that stood out to me as being strange. I'm going to run through them real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. I wrote drunk or asleep. I don't know what that is in reference to. Oh, which That's one? Homeless. No, if <laughs> you refer to somebody, one of us, I don't know. Uh, which one is Mike? So Tyler... The story you tell everyone is that I didn't know who Mike was Rosales when I met him the first time. And we're hanging out with these other guys uh, on Friday night at Habana House, Habana Lounge. And he said, oh, that's, uh, that's Mike over there. He's part owner of the company. And it wasn't Mike. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, And so I said, oh, he does have glasses, but uh, that's not him. And I said, oh, yeah, but I was, I told, was told you can tell by his watch. Oh God! Okay. That's uh, it's not him though. <laughs> um, next, did you meet George, Tyler, or um, and Kyle, Romanian George? Yes, he yeah. was a riot. Oh man! So apparently, uh, one of the sizes of the Cro-Magnon, the Pesteria, I think yeah. it was. Pesteria means stone vagina. Stone cave. Stone cave. Or woman, woman's cave, or woman's cave, something like that. That was a hoot. And we're like, we're like, yeah, it's a woman's vagina or a woman, old woman, something like that. It was fucking hilarious. That dude was a riot. He spent yeah. a lot of money. He wanted every accessory, every shirt, everything. Dude, you gave him your uh, cutter, your scissors, right? No, he bought it from the shop. Okay, I thought those were your personal ones. You. No. Um. Queso. What the heck, people? get queso with their chips yeah you've never heard of queso before no i i've heard of queso but i've never gone to a uh mexican restaurant and been served queso next to chips like you get chips and dip but the dip's always uh tomato based like salsa or bean dip do they do queso up there in wisconsin yeah they don't have chudoba in california Uh, (laughs) or chipotle I thought um, queso was like something from the seventies. No, they they have like a blue sombrero and all these like big chains. They'll have chips and queso on the menu, like fondue kind of like queso kind of deal. But yeah, I mean, I don't. It's pretty fucking good. I mean, 
I'd rather have more salsa than queso, but. Yeah. Well, on the same lines of food, iced tea. People drink iced tea there like it's water. Like uh, Ben ordered it for our brunch. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. I thought, I mean, to me, tea is European. or uh, Sweet tea Asian. is a lot different than, um, like, the tea I drink, like, those rehabs are, it's it's a low-calorie iced tea and lemonade, like Arnold Palmer with a little bit of caffeine in it. But, um, well, like, when I used to smoke, when I worked at Havana, I would, I would drink, like, three big cans of Arnold Palmer Zero a day with my cigar because it, it's, it works really good with your palate. Um, soda, I can't drink soda. I mean, I, I didn't drink soda before with, with um, cigars because I just didn't like it. Uh, Skip drinks a lot of that Mexican Coke. I don't know if that's different. Um, but I didn't, I didn't like the, the fizz, you know. But one thing I didn't think I would like, I've been drinking a lot of this um, low lactose-free chocolate milk, like a, a low-fat milk with a lot of protein made by Fairlife. And that tastes really good after a cigar. Like your mouth is shot and then you drink some fucking chocolate milk. It's fucking good. I never would have dreamed of that. But now I drink that Fairlife chocolate, low-fat chocolate milk. It's really good and high protein. Uh, next, we have the birds there make the same sound as the crosswalk uh, chirps here. Huh, I don't know. It's like for like blind people. <laughs> So if you're a blind person in California, don't move to Austin, Texas. Because it sounds like it's okay to cross the road whenever there's a bird around you. Okay, that's weird. Um, yeah. Stoplights were sideways? They're horizontal. Why are they doing that? Or unless California is the only one that has it north-south? Like red, yellow, green, up and down? We have both, I think. That's weird. Wisconsin's are that way. What? Like, to prevent a giant truck from hitting them? I don't understand. It looks like a race car. Like a video game. Going sideways. Forget it. Um, also, cop cars, some of them say constable. They go sideways in the construction industry? So, like, that actually might be a valid point. Truck's not hitting them, because... Clearances in Wisconsin are like 13.6 down there was like 17. So might mm. be a valid point. <laughs> I have plenty of other topics, but they're not really Weasel Fest related. I, so uh, Tyler, kind of back to PCA and Weasel Fest. I'm not as excited to go to uh, the trade show this year because there's not going to be a Romo Craft Party. Yeah, that sucks. That was, that was like the highlight for me. Yeah, but that was the party. If you look at it that way, yeah. So I'm glad I went. Um, well, that's like, so I'm going. I'm going to be doing some ordering for Lake Country, but um, that's going to be like on day four. I'm going to be working Patina's booth, so I'm actually excited about that because you get bored during the trade show if you're not ordering shit, because then you're kind of like pestering people like hanging out and you know like well they're you're not ordering anything so they're you know like a tpe i wasn't or i didn't order shit but luckily it was kind of slower and i was able to hang out with like ian and, and crux and mickey peg and terrence and uh miguel and stuff like that but um 
uh, PCA. It's going to be, I'm sure, I think it's going to be really busy. And uh, um, I'm glad I'm going to be working a, a booth because then I can hang out at night. You know, I have no problem hanging out at night. That's what the nighttime is the fun part. It's the most fun. You go to the circle bar and you hang out and talk to people. Yeah. Meet people, networking. That's 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 the fun part. So like I told Mo, Mo's like, Well, you're gonna have to be in the booth. I'm like, Yeah, I have no problem. I'll I'll work the booth, you know, because that gives me something to do because a retailer in Texas is getting me in too. So um but you know, not only that, like I could I don't know, it's just gonna be nice I'm gonna be working a booth instead of just you know, sitting around or, I mean, I guess if we were to go, we could do videos and post it on the Cigar Noise website or Facebook or whatever. Well, I mean, I haven't, Dave didn't hit me up for, um, cause I don't know if we're doing content for Cigar Noise, uh, for the trade show. And I'm not sure if he needs any write-ups for small batch. So I'll, yeah. I'll check in with him, see what he has planned. Uh, but if not, it'd be a good a good way to network for us and get um maybe people we don't know to come on the show. Yeah, you know we could we can run through who we've had on, you know, and hopefully, like oh you had Pete Johnson on, you had Skip and Mike and Nick and Terrence, all these Kyle, maybe you know we'll go on now. You know you have you're actually uh, a legit kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But I, so I don't know if I want to treat PCA different than Weasel Fest because I wasn't in cigar media mode at all. I wasn't trying to take pictures and videos and stuff. Uh, but I might do that at PCA. Less sitting down on the porch. We'll see. Um, I don't know if you guys, go ahead, Kyle. So back to your Texas thing. The thing that threw me and my dad for a loop when we were driving around is those stupid U-turn lanes. Those are the most confusing things because you have a whole lane to make a U-turn and it's like completely acceptable. Where here, you have no U-turn allowed signs. Yeah, I feel like they were, uh, my Lyft drivers were getting confused by those, which was not comforting. <laughs> um, Kyle, what time did you leave Lake Country last night? Uh-oh, he froze. Yeah. Kyle, you there? Yeah, sorry. You kind of cut out. Tyler's back. Uh, what time did you leave uh, Lake Country last night? Uh, about 10.15. Yeah, I had to leave early because I had to work early. But um, yeah. uh, Matt Thanks for saying like, goodbye. Oh. Yeah, that's what Matt said. I'm like, I'm like I, want, I had to go clean my car out. and Yeah. Irish goodbye. That's what I said to Matt. He was there late last night, too. He was there when I left. What did you all smoke last night? I uh, smoked that one you were smoking, the Don, the Ron, and then uh, the Bishop Len, uh, I think it was a Petite Corona, something smaller, and then uh, then an Intemperance uh, EC. Mm. I think the Vanity, little the Pestera size. Oh, nice. Uh, that, yeah, maybe. I forgot. I got. I should memorize those sizes by now. Uh, I'm still. Yeah, they're they're releasing all the Baca sizes uh, in a few months. 
I really want to try that uh, mold mold five size, that small perfecto. I don't want to go too long, but this is off topic from Weasel Fest. Did you guys see Indiana Ortez's Instagram is gone? What? Yeah. So I'm wondering if they just want her to run like Lampert or Mombacho as her own account, but her Instagram, I can't find it. Damn. Is that something you look for every day, Dom? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Dave West asked if we knew uh, if she went private or something. So I wasn't the one who discovered it. Did, uh, did Rich say anything? Uh, yeah, he said, oh, strange. He doesn't know why uh, either. I think I have her number. Maybe I'll see what the hell's going on. I think I have her WhatsApp. WhatsApp, yeah. You use that a lot in Nicaragua. Nice. Kyle. Anything else I want to... I feel like we haven't really talked about Weaselfest that much. Other than just... Yeah, we haven't. We didn't really... Um, it was, you know, it was great to see people you haven't met before. Uh, I never met J-Dub in person. I followed him for a while. Um, I never, I've always, uh, I've never met Dick Taco. I've heard about him. It was cool to hang out with Jerry and get invited to Jerry Herf. That was cool. Uh, seeing the guys from Houston, that was fun. Um, Tyler and those guys. And then, uh, what the heck? Ty cigar. Tyler doesn't shake hands. He like offers you his hands in a feeble way he's and got, you have to kind of, what is that? He's got weird hands. His fingers are like this. Well, you can't shake a hand? Anyway, Tyler, circle ring Tyler, fix how you shake your hands. Who are those That's guys all. that were sitting in the tent with you, Dom? Um, Brian, Vince, Tom from, was he from Australia? Um, Tom, oh, like, he's from England. Tom Minty. Ooh, nice. Good guy. And then he lives um, in New Jersey. Uh, George <laughs> was across from me for a while. And Brett? is Brett the one who had the American hat on? Like the large brim? I forget the I name know. of the guy who's, who's the most. He's the one who gave us the. Uh, um, the Neanderthal Lancer. Yeah. Is that Brett? I don't know. Oh, whoever that, that was. Shop where those guys from? Somewhere in I Wyoming think... or something, right? Yeah. I know. It was uh, Tobacology. Okay. They had the craft. Uh, it was cool to hang out with uh, Jeff Mute and his son Hunter. Good dudes. But yeah, Scarface was dope. The music was cool. Um, the food was great. Those, that, that, those uh, drinks, like the margaritas were good i don't know what kind of alcohol that was we talked about that earlier Saltol. oh i must have missed that, that desert door desert door i think is the company mm, those are good um yeah the one thing going back to charlie sorry uh he's he's a he's a he's really good at ball busting he's he's a funny dude once you kind of open up once he opens up a little bit he's a ball buster I don't know how Charlie didn't die wearing a black sweatshirt, black pants, long black hair, and he just sat out there for that entire second concert. Yeah, that looked miserable. <laughs> uh, he, I think in his bio at Half Wheel, it says you'll always see him with a hoodie on, even in the summer. So he was doing it for the brand? 
I just think that's it's when you put a bio, I think you kind of write how you know about yourself, and I don't think you're that's kind of a weird thing to like that'd be your shtick, you know, like your thing is roosters, you should have dressed up like a big cock or something. <laughs> no, there was a dude with a rooster on his hat. That was cool. I don't know if I'm gonna keep. I don't know if I want to keep that brand going though. What do you think of headquarters? We didn't talk about headquarters at all. Headquarters is awesome. I wish the the uh, benches had backs. I can't sit in the seat without a chair back. I want to be an old man just bent over. God, you are old. Um, tons of awesome beer. On the shelf, on the walls. I kind of wanted to uh, play Call of Duty, but I didn't say anything. Because I don't think they have the uh, crossbow anymore, and that's the only thing I was good at. The crossbow? Yeah. HQ was a lot smaller than what I thought it was. It's kind of cool how they all just work in the same room facing each other. Yeah. But... (laughs) Like Dom said, the beer selection is pretty top notch. <laughs> All right. Um, Tyler, do you want to? It's been an hour. Wrap it up. You have any last minute things, anything we didn't talk about? Um, what, what would you want to see next year at Whistlefest? Bone Thugs uh, and Harmony. Okay, so different artists? No. Maybe Juicy J. Two Change. To change, uh, but I got me a few on. Uh, Travis Scott. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it's just, it's good to to. Um, there's nothing they could change to make it better. I mean, like Charlie was saying, his impression of it was two guys won the lottery and threw the biggest block party ever. I mean, for what you paid to get there, it's just crazy. Like it wasn't like any kind of fucking, it wasn't like any stupid cigar thing you've been to where you trick or treat and you get 20 shit cigars and, and a shitty sandwich or whatever. I mean, it was the best barbecue, the best Mexican food, you know, craft beer, fucking real music, like, you know, and just the, uh, just the hanging out. I mean, you say what you want about like, uh, um, like the people there were great, you know, and it's just, it's always great to reinforce and, and people you meet on social media. So if you missed it, man, I don't know like what you can, what your excuse was, but I mean, there is no excuse. It's, it's, you know, you want to, especially like you're going to be looking at this in five years and be like, what the fuck? I missed the first weasel fest. Kind of like I look back at the shit I missed when I didn't, cause I've been smoking cigars for 10 years i've been going to i was going to the same shop for like eight years or six seven years or whatever but it didn't have like we didn't have like events with people we didn't do like shit like that like you know like you think i've been smoking cigars this long i'd be in saints and sinners longer than three years it's like you think i'd be in there since it started no you know it's just it's something like I, you know, you shouldn't have missed it. It's, it was, it was awesome. And especially to say you've been to the first one, it's like retailers who don't go to PCA. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me because I, yeah, I get it. You get, you can get most of the discounts from your shop. Um, but it's not that expensive to go, you know, me and you are paying for it. Alex is going, we're paying for it. 
um, and we're not even, we don't have a business interest in it. We're doing it because it's fun and it's networking. Like you have to network, you know, how do you think a lot of these shop exclusive happen? You know, like Sam was telling the story about how they got the, the LH and the, the Lancero. I mean, if you're not at PCA, you wouldn't have gotten that. So you have to, you have to go to that, you know, and if you can't trust your employees to watch a shop while you're in Vegas for three days, just to, I mean, I don't, it doesn't make sense. You don't have to go, you don't have to go for five days. You can go for two days, but it's, it's building the relationships and stuff like that. You know, uh, my opinion. Same reason to keep the podcast going, Tyler. We are. What? No, I said same, same reason to keep the podcast going strong. Build those relationships. Yeah. For when you get a lounge well, we, someday. We got to get, uh, we got, yeah, we have to start getting some people on. <laughs> well, we got to start doing the podcast <laughs> regularly first. Yeah. Well, it's tough with our time zone and I go to bed early cause I gotta be, I work at like 4.45 AM. So. Yeah. So. Sweet. Sweet yeah, tea. And then, sweet tea. Yeah, I don't got a ton of energy today because, like I said, I was working in the heat. So this will be more of a laid back episode. But um, I'm glad you went, Kyle. Dom, I'm glad you came. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I wish we could have hung out more, Kyle. But I was skips like I want you to enjoy the day. And then Jamie kept coming up to me, and Mike kept coming up to me. Hey, <laughs> do this, do that, do this. Fold these towels. You know, then Ivy was supposed to be emptying the ashtrays in HQ, and I ended up taking over that. And uh, so it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, guys, seriously, call Habana House in Austin and buy a box of the BA uh, four-and-a-half-by-sixties. Those things – I smoked a whole box when I was down there. That cigar is phenomenal. All of nice. them are good, but that, that BA really stuck out to me. Six, is that the one you gave me, Tyler? I gave you the, the Whiskey Rebellion because I smoked all oh, the yeah. BAs. Oh. <laughs> Tyler gave me another one when I was out of cigars. <laughs> yeah, which is like, you're like, oh, I gave him one. I gave him like a Tabernacle. And he's like, no, I want a Roma Craft. I'm like, well, you should have fucking bought some, okay? Okay. Oh, Kyle, we were sitting around with Mike, Skip. Uh, Jamie was in and out. Um, Mike, or... Uh, uh, Rosie and um, Sam. Sam and Rosie, thank you. Vince, Brian, all these guys, like a small group, and I don't have a cigar, and he was going to give me a non-Romacraft cigar. <laughs> How would they have known? Well, I mean, I you think you, you think they really care what the fuck you're smoking? I just felt of like... All the people there, they're going to be watching Tyler, what you're smoking. Tyler, five yeah. years ago, imagine what it would have been like if someone just transplanted you into uh, a small group with Mike and Skip smoking around them, you'd be like, no, no way. You'd be shaking at the knees, man. Uh, okay. Whatever you say. What? This, problem was I'm just saying. I was, beggars this is beggars like, can't be fucking choosers. Like, I had to give them yeah, my true, favorite okay. cigar the whole trip. Thank you. You know, because all also, I had was like Saber Tooth, <laughs> Black Irish, all this rare Roma. He's like, well, I want a Roma. I'm like, well, fucking, you should have bought some fucking Roma then. My we were goodness. at a Roma event on Friday night. Tyler, you should see and my humidor right then? now. It's packed. I have too many. I need to start handing start this stuff smoking. out. 
Start smoking oh, more. That's another option. Or run My a contest. I brought too many Neanderthals. Mm. I just got burnt out. That's why I text Tyler like, need an Aquitaine or something. <laughs> yeah. But you weren't like Dom. Who was- hey, okay. Hey, it just felt like <laughs> it was right to smoke Romocraft at Romocraft hanging out there. I'm not going to remember if I smoked. Well, I guess I did have something else, but I think you Sean, were posted, Sean posted buy Roma, smoke whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, Tyler, I bet you no, have. I agree. I agree. Okay. Like, you shouldn't be wearing like a Room 101 shirt. Okay. Um, at Weasel Fest. But no one's going to know. Like, Tyler smoked Cubans and Fuente the whole time he yeah, was there. Yeah, and I told him he sucked every time I saw him, and I tried to shake his hand normally. It didn't work. Kiss <laughs> the ring, man. <laughs> Genuflect. All right. Kyle, thank you. Um, yeah, thanks I'll, for I'm, having me. Hopefully, uh, you'll be in the shop this week. I think I'm working Thursday. Or Sunday, Thursday. I'm working for sure Thursday. Um, either Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> I gotta look. I thought she got uh, her place. Yeah, I mean, I thought so too. <laughs> but I'm back on. Just when I thought I was gone, they put me back on. They keep yeah. pulling me back. Pull you back in. So what's your so once Southwest <laughs> says, hey, you can or Major Sorry. U.S. Major airline. airline. Thank you. Once Major Airline says, uh, hey, come to Austin, how long do you have to go down there? Usually they'll be like, hey, they want you to, oh, shit. Usually they'll be like, we want you down there in uh, one month or so. Okay. I mean, luckily, uh, I think Kyle, no, I mean, uh, Alex and Shane might be driving with me. So we we drive down there and I give them a pass to fly back and then I just bring down like I'm gonna buy all new shit down there like I'm gonna leave my place up here furnished when I come up I have a place to stay and obviously all that shit you know but um like I'm gonna buy a new mattress new bed frame just bring my cigars my books my clothes and shoes and shit like that but usually they give you like two and a half weeks to a month you know kind of a start date you can kind of negotiate yeah. that a little bit depending on how quick they need you. I'm number three on the list, so I'm hoping by end of fall, end of summer, fallish, probably fall. Um, I wouldn't even mind January, you know, one more. But I do love, dude, the last two Christmases-ish, I was in Austin. So I wouldn't mind being down there again for Christmas because it's, it's cool not being in the cold when it's, you know. <laughs> But it's like, you, you, yeah, you wait all year for summer in Wisconsin. So I kind of want to, I don't want to leave like tomorrow, but I wouldn't mind leaving in October. Right. So hopefully, I mean, airfares come, uh, air travel is coming back in a big way. So hopefully soon. Nice. The housing market in Austin is ridiculous. Sorry to keep it dragging, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to oh, wait yeah. until April to buy a house. I top out. So I'll. Yeah. I'll get a bigger, bigger uh, uh, approval amount, and then I can keep saving. I saved up a lot of money from working in Denver, so yeah. 
Yeah. Can't wait. I love Austin. I love the guys down there, and it's a great opportunity. Just now, we just got to be patient. Hell yeah. And they told me they told me at work to stop talking about it. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm excited, and I want it to happen. So. <laughs> All right. Rock and roll. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Catch y'all next time. Keep those cigars on ice. Yeah.